0: Welcome, you're listening to The Breathe Key, and we have another radio interview for you for Mental Health Awareness Week, discussing the topic of kindness. And for this one, I have the wonderful Jeanette Wagner with me, and I've been told that because the name is American, <laughs> that I can't pronounce it Wagner, which is what I, how I would pronounce it. I can see her laughing there. Um, and Jeanette, welcome.
1: Thank
0: you. It's an honour being here with you. Oh, no, well, please, the honour is definitely, definitely ours. Um, so I know Jeanette from probably about 12 years ago, 10 to 12 years ago at least, from London when we met here. And um, we bonded immediately. <laughs> yeah, <that's pretty laughs> and uh, she's never been able to get rid of me since then. No. Um <laughs> And
1: um, I think I'm holding on to you.
0: Uh, and Jeanette is um, joining us all the way from Indianapolis in um, the states, but you are actually based in Phoenix, Arizona, aren't you?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah, and um, you're living there with your lovely husband.
1: Yes, I am.
0: And you, um, let me get this correct. You're a certified personal performance coach which is probably what we know more commonly as a life coach.
1: That's right. And
0: you um, have a particular focus on thought choice. And I understand that you only coach women. So as a man, I have to ask, what is wrong with us men?
1: (laughs) I love that question. Uh, There's absolutely nothing wrong with men. I think the problem is with us, with women. And I'm a proud woman. And I am a big supporter of women, which is why I decided to focus my coaching business on helping women so we can be better to each other, so we can be more supportive and encouraging to each other. Uh, Because I find that if we're not happy within ourselves, it's almost difficult for us to be as encouraging and as supportive to other women. Yes. And that's a passion of mine.
0: That's, That's really amazing that you're doing that.
1: Yes, well
0: thank you. <laughs> and uh, and you're also currently studying NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming. Yes.
1: It's mind changing.
0: Mm, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um well good luck with the rest of the studies and thank you again for joining us today. So obviously it's mental health awareness week and we are looking at the topic of the week which is kindness. Um, So that people have some kind of understanding of how you uh, kind of connect with this world, Uh, can you give us a brief example of how your world as a life coach um, connects with people who may be struggling with their mental health?
1: I think a lot of my clients, if not the majority of my clients, really have emotional suffering. Whether it's conscious or unconscious emotional suffering, Whether you know, whether you're aware of, of, you know, you have a problem or, you know, you're aware of the, the results you get and possibly it comes from you or whether you're not, whether you have no clue of why you always get what you get, right? A lot of the women that I see are at the effects of their lives. They truly believe that everything that's going on in the world is what creates their feelings. So they're always emotionally struggling
0: yeah yeah i think we all do and that's it's uh, yeah. it's the work to separate those two
1: yes and that's where i teach and coach thought choice yes i coach my women in understanding that you are not your circumstance everything that goes on out there whatever people do and say does not create your feelings There's a powerful thought line in between your circumstances and your feelings. And we have more power than what we think. Yes. And knowing that we interpret everything that's going on. Right. If we become aware that our thoughts is what creates our feelings, our whole world shifts. And that's the work that I do.
0: Yeah. And it's not always it's 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 uh, it sounds easier than it actually is to do.
1: Yes. Yes, it's, and it's
0: uh, very... just just uh, as a side thought, you remind me of um, an incredible book called "The Untethered Soul" by Michael Singer, um, who I think is one of the best best books I've ever read about differentiating yourself from the voice inside your head and taking yeah. control back and releasing yourself. It's an incredible book, "The Untethered Soul." Um,
1: I'm gonna put that down.
0: And right. uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so everyone else, everyone else. Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul. Um, and going straight on to the questions then. Question one, what does the term kindness mean for you?
1: Kindness to me is a generosity of spirit. When I think of kindness, I, if I were to put one emoji to the word kindness, I see a smile. Yes. And... Um, a smile has so much power, yet so few of us do it. Right in this day and age, we're so caught up with life that we often pass people without ever smiling. And that's generosity, right? Smile, right? Right now, you're smiling at me, which causes me to smile. I feel good. You're generous with me right now. Yes. Um.
0: For the sake of people, the calls- sake of people listening, when when Jeanette says we can see each other we are watching each other on video at the moment but obviously only recording the audio for the radio interview (laughs)
1: yeah smiling helps people feel happier and kindness again is generosity yes Uh
0: yeah generosity I love actually you're the first person to um to attach (laughs) an emoji to this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to this answer that's fantastic um I like that I've actually made a note with a little smiley face um right? equals kindness uh it's it, it's good because it does make you smile I remember um a few years ago in the office I wanted to generate smiles within the, our department so I, I arrived at the office really early and I printed out about 50 A3 sheets of smiley emojis, smiley face emojis, and stuck them it. all around the office. I stuck them in the lift up to the office, in the hallway into the office. And it was hilarious because literally for the whole day, even though the, the department found it a bit odd at first, everyone was smiling because every time they saw one of these pictures, which were all over the office, they, it made them smile.
1: It changes the frequency you're on. That smile has the power to lift you up.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then
1: there, you're vibrating on a whole different frequency.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was the chemical reactions again, isn't it, that are yeah. uh, triggered? Yeah. Thank you for yeah. that. So well question been. two, um, why do you think kindness is important to us as, um, as humans? Obviously, I'm saying that because I think it is important, why do you think kindness is important to us as humans?
1: It's the key to survival. It's the key to thrive. For me, it, when I think of kindness and I think of humanity and someone being kind to someone, it gives you an opportunity to open up, right? Like kindness opens up, which in a sense then heals us. If I were to attach kindness to a feeling, it would be a warm feeling. And if I think of the warm feeling, I think of a flower and I think of how a flower blossoms in sun, right? And we can blossom if we're kinder to each other and also kinder to ourselves, we blossom, we open up and imagine what can happen then.
0: Yes, yeah, it's very interesting how people react to positivity rather than negativity. People are much more willing to help if you are, if you approach them with a smile and you're polite and you're kind, they're much yeah. more willing to help than if you are, it's all about me and being a bit negative or moody and then people shut down. That's very true.
1: Yeah. But also the first thing when you think about connecting with someone, when you when you approach someone, you approach with a smile and that smile invites you in.
0: Yeah, you need to come back to London. That doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> I
1: know, I know, but I remember. I remember I was literally the only one smiling every day, all day.
0: Yeah. No, it's very true I like that, that it does, it does open us up to be more relatable yeah. as humans. Absolutely. So moving on to question three, how do you see or what do you see as a connection between kindness and compassion?
1: the the word if i were to put a word to it is empathy you can't have one without the other i really feel like they go hand in hand yeah uh, it's kind of, it's just like vulnerability and courage you you can't be one without the other it takes courage to be vulnerable and being vulnerable is courageous yes being uh, compassionate with someone or with yourself is also being kind to someone. But I was actually speaking to someone and I, I asked them actually what, what they thought of kindness and what they thought of compassion. And I remember they said that kindness can be used to open someone up where compassion can be used to build a bond.
0: Okay, an interesting way. Okay, I like either that. Either
1: one, either one, I see as there's a love in both. There's a love in your heart if you have kindness. If you show kindness, there's a love in your heart. Yes. When you show compassion, there's a love in your heart.
0: Yes, absolutely, and then that's the love towards the person. whom you are showing that kindness or that compassion
1: and to yourself
0: yes yes which we're going to be talking about in a second actually um i like the 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 link there obviously you know the the concept that kindness and compassion go together how you marry that a bit like a horse and carriage you know the 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 courageousness and vulnerability go together i think that's very beautiful um and building on what you said about kindness opening people up into compassion, building that, that bond. I think that's very true because empathy does that. It does connect us. It does uh, connect us. Yeah. And that links us back to a little bit about why it's so important for us as humans to then show kindness, but not just kindness, but compassion as well.
1: Yeah. We needed to heal and for people also to come forward, you know, with people struggling Having the conversation, but also allowing a safe space for someone to come forward, we have to be kind and we have to be compassionate. I
0: think that's so important. We need it to heal. I think that's really, yeah. really key.
1: Yeah, a lot of us struggling. Even Absolutely. for us coaches, we a lot of people will say, but well, you're a coach, so you shouldn't feel like this." You know, if I'm having a bad day, if I've expressed something, and I'm like, "We have emotions too. We have the full spectrum." We just have a toolkit of tools and techniques. So we know why we feel this way and we're processing the emotion. Um, But coaches are talking about it a lot, you know, just talking about mental health and how we also struggle with really negative voice in our head, which a lot of us coaches have, which is why we wanted to study coaching so we could help others. We ourselves struggle, which, which, you know, means that we have the empathy for people that also struggle. And I feel like we can help people better because we ourselves either are there or have been there.
0: Or going through the journey. Yeah, we're going through the journey, yeah. And I I think the only difference really between people who are coaches, therapists, practitioners, etc., is that they know the walls that they are putting up and they know the mask that they're wearing. Whereas other people still have the same walls and the same masks but they may not necessarily they might not necessarily know what they are or why etc etc yeah. but it also means that the, that the practitioners know how to hide behind them very very well um and sometimes <laughs> can come across like, uh, a little more sorted than they might actually be
1: which is why a coach needs a coach and a therapist needs a therapist
0: yes <laughs> absolutely very true because the journey never ends
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it never
0: does no that's fantastic learning. so moving on to question four a couple of examples of kindness that you've witnessed that have stood out to you in your day-to-day life or one example
1: well, you know, there's so many because of what we've just gone through, what we're still going through with COVID. Yeah. And it has been beautiful to watch. If you can park your worry and all those horrible things that are happening and just kind of look at what's also happening. We're coming together. Humanity we're, is coming together, right? We were so busy being human doings that we forgot just to be. Yes. And be there for each other. So. There's uh, in Arizona. There's this uh, there's this kid, this beautiful child that literally walks around the entire neighborhood dressed as uh, as this dragon. He's in this bubble suit and it's this orange dragon or um, dinosaur. And he has his little hand up, and he walks the whole neighborhood, waving at everyone. So everyone comes out. People pass him, and everyone's honking their horns. And this little boy is doing this to put a smile on someone's face.
0: Oh, how beautiful! How it's, beautiful! And it brought,
1: yes, and you can't help but just—it touches you. And yeah, you smile, and it brought—it brings so much joy to people. Mm. You know, and then we connect over that.
0: Yes. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. That He needs to um, get that on YouTube and trend and then uh, make lots of other people laugh and smile as well. Um, Look
1: him up, you might find him already.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Reminds me of, um, and I, I'm afraid I won't remember her name, but the very famous YouTube video that went viral, I think it was uh, last year, of the woman who bought the uh, Wookiee mask, the Chewbacca Wookie mask, and sat in her car and stuck it on. And I rewatched that recently and it, I still cried with laughter, even though I know yeah. it. But her the inf- her, her laugh was so infectious and so yeah. free and, and open that you, it, you just can't help but then make someone else laugh and smile with you.
1: And notice how that changes your state, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Someone else yeah. said on the other interview about laughter therapy and laughter yeah. yoga um, I
1: believe in
0: it yeah Susanna Jacobs she was talking about that in her interview and how you start by faking it and then eventually you actually just can't help but laugh yeah yeah
1: because yeah, you are laughing at yourself then
0: absolutely the is you're <laughs> and we gravitate very well towards people who laugh we gravitate yeah a lot to those bright you know those the energies that are positive yes yeah
1: yes yes. And And
0: so question five, one act of kindness that you've received yourself that stands out for you.
1: My niece. So we are spread out all over the world. My niece lives in Berlin. My sister moved over there like 20 years ago. My niece is nine years old and she had sent me the cutest little package with a drawing. One of the rainbow because she had seen that on the news and then she uh, she drew this picture of her and I holding hands and with a heart on top. Oh. And it's it's the simplest things, right? Yeah. But the thought and the love that went into that just completely moved me. And that to me is just that was so beautiful. And yeah. it, it literally it made me emotional, of course, of course. You know, I'm super. I'm like a raw nerve. Uh, <laughs> But it just, it warmed my heart. So my heart was smiling all day. Yeah. And so when, when I think of it, right, that's that. When I want to feel good, I go back to that. Back to that. Kind of like, almost like an anchor, almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Oh, how, it, and it's funny because children love in such a pure way mm-hmm. with yeah. no com- complications, no, well, for the most part, when they're really doing it, no ulterior motives. It's just, yeah. they just do it. They just show yeah. it. And yeah. I think that's maybe why, as adults, it touches us even more. Yeah.
1: I I used to think about my niece when I was teaching myself the ability to trust again and to love fully. Before I met my husband, I was working on myself a lot. And I would always think of a child or yeah. my niece and how children just have this trust that they will go up on a table right and they will literally just jump not even thinking about is someone going to catch me oh no what if i fall they just (laughs) jump because they know someone's going to catch them yeah and that to me is so beautiful and i use that uh image and that analogy to teach myself how to just trust fully and love again
0: yeah how beautiful and it is true i most of when I was thinking about my own examples of kindness, you do go back to things that children have done. It's it's yeah. really fascinating. Um, yeah. So to, to finish off with, um, obviously, as you've mentioned before, we are still dealing with um, being in lockdown from COVID-19 and people are dealing with um, different forms of isolation. And yeah. it's obviously been going on for much longer than I think people expected at the beginning. So there's a lot of struggles out there and with it being mental health awareness week and looking at the theme of kindness are there any tips you can give people to show self-kindness
1: the first thing i want to say is to tell yourself it's okay not to be okay okay and to just be okay (laughs) with that feeling right but then challenge yourself to ask yourself where does this come from? Why am I feeling this way? Because what you'll find, again, is often it's attached to the circumstance, right? But once you ask yourself, wait, how, why am I feeling this way? And you start to access your thoughts. That is an exercise that I share with a lot of my clients. Take your thoughts outside of your brain so you can really look at it. And you understand that you're feeling this way because of thoughts you're having in your brain. And that is a way to take your power back. And also, a lot of us, we, we beat ourselves up. If we're not okay, if we're not doing this, we're not doing that. We beat ourselves up. And what I want to say is be compassionate with yourself and come from a place of compassion, which means you tune into yourself and you actually, again, go into watcher mode and you ask yourself, hang on, why am I feeling this way? And in a compassionate way, not why am I feeling this way, but what's the matter? What's the matter, love? What's the matter, Jeanette? Yeah. Or what's the matter? why? Why is this happening in my body? What am I feeling? Yeah. Right. So you're approaching yourself in a compassionate way, which gives you a soft place to land with yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Asking how you're even just talking to yourself and asking how how am I feeling? So whether you go when you said about the our thoughts, separating our thoughts from the situation that we're in with with lockdown, how do I then move forward from there once I've realized that actually my feelings of depression or my feelings of loneliness
1: yeah
0: are coming from the situation what how do I how do I deal with that in a way that enables me to to give myself some Mm -hmm. self-love self-kindness
1: I love that question you make a decision and this is where thought choice comes in Our brain likes to drop into despair, right? And especially when there's all this negativity being fed into our brain, our brain goes there, right? So we have these thoughts, which then gives you this feeling of anxiety or worry or or depression. But what is also true? What can you also think and give that thought equal airtime, right? Because we give so much airtime to all these horrible thoughts that create these horrible feelings. Yeah. But you're, you challenge yourself to think of the alternative. What is equally true that is a better thought that will give me a better feeling, and you give equal airtime to that thought, to that better thought.
0: Yeah. So I suppose also it's the, the 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 first thought you're talking about that we're trying to that we're recognizing is more attached to the the loops that run in our brain mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. there is a decisive voice, which is us, our internal selves, almost our heart voice, that can speak to ourselves and say, actually, I'm okay, or I'm not alone, or etc. But that voice has to come from inside us. And that's the one that is actually us.
1: Yeah. Whereas the, the other voice... Go
0: on, sorry. No, 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 go on. That's the one
1: that's as loud as the other. The negative thoughts are often the loudest, right?
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: And that is why I coach thought choice. There's always an alternative to the thought you're having. Yes. And for the people that have negative results, you have negative thoughts, right? Right. You, Your results are directly linked to the thoughts you're having. And the thoughts you're having create your feelings, yes. right? Which then produce the action that you take, which then, or drive the action that you take, that then produces the results. Absolutely. So if you want to feel better, know that you have the power within you, but it takes the awareness and the willingness. And the one tip I will give you and give anyone that's listening is to write your thoughts down. Because your brain likes to be efficient, right? So it doesn't want to think about thinking every time it has a thought. And we have so many thoughts in our brain. But if you get into the habit of writing down your thoughts, you will find for sure thoughts that you never thought you were thinking. And that will give you the resolution to, no wonder I feel this way. And then the next step is you make a decision on what you can control, what you can take charge over. And that is then choosing a better thought that would then create better feelings that will then change your entire behavior, the action that you take and the results that you get.
0: Yeah. And and that is, I mean, what you said is from a kind of step by step process is very simple. And I understand it. Yes. Doing it <laughs> is yeah. not always easy. If I'm in a bad place, if I yeah. am feeling a bit down today, I'm not gonna yeah. be able to travel to these happy places. But yeah. I might be able to do it tomorrow, or I keep i them saying. So it's a and that is okay.
1: And that's the thing. A lot of us don't. Which
0: is what you said. Know. Yeah, it's okay We're not just, to just be okay. Yeah. Just, yeah.
1: just yes, it's okay. And I teach and coach. Um, processing of feelings right you have in order to be able to do what I just shared is you know write your thoughts down so you can really access your feelings or understand why you feel the way you feel you have to be okay with the feeling that you have you have to acknowledge the feeling you name it you sit with it and then when you're ready to let it go you let it go And then you make the decision. It's not about shoving it under the rug. It's about bringing it up, invite it, invite it in and then study it and then process it and then then make a decision.
0: Yeah. The the last um, podcast I released is called The Voices Inside Us. And it talks exactly about what you're talking about, about the head voice and the heart Mm -hmm. voice, how to tune out into the head, into the heart voice from the head voice. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so if anyone's listening to this and is resonating what Jeanette is saying, um, please do check out the voices inside us. Um, Jeanette, thank you. That's been a really wonderful interview. Um, some of the notes I pulled from what you said, going backwards, is that it's okay not to be okay. Don't give yourself it's a okay. hard time. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And that compassion and kindness go together they're built together by love and they they work together i i i love that and i love that you said we need compassion and kindness to heal and i think that's really a really beautiful thing to look at i adore I'm going to have this now that kindness, I'm going to think of the, the emoji smiley face all the time. And it is true. It is true. It, it does. Kindness can make people smile and, and change people's physiology. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you've been an absolute gem. Thank you very much. Okay. And I know we were struggling with connection issues um, from uh, Indianapolis, but we seem to have got through it all, all well. I hope so. Absolutely. Well, listen, I hope the rest of your time there goes well. Um, Thank Thank you for joining uh, the Briefkey. Thank you for your words of wisdom and your input. Good luck with your NLP training. And um, hopefully we'll have you back on the Briefkey in no time at all.
1: I would love to.
0: that will be amazing. And I know that we're going to link to you uh, through the Briefkey website soon as well so people can find you. Absolutely. I have
1: a very small digital footprint. So I you can find me on Instagram and that is kind of like my website. And
0: I, how do they find I you on Instagram?
1: Language.
0: How will they Say find again. you on Instagram? Uh
1: it's Jeanette.wagner underscore coach.
0: Jeanette dot wagner underscore coach. Fantastic. Okay. That's your Instagram handle. Well thank you very much and thank you everyone for listening in. This is the brief key. Um recording some radio interviews for mental health awareness week discussing the theme of kindness please do check out the other radio interviews on the podcast page at thebreathekick.com and the podcasts are also available on apple podcasts and on the pocket Casts app for both ios and android this is saul james your host and look forward to having you join for another podcast soon all the best